back to Date Car Pod. I'm Jenna, and we're back for the Women Tell All, the Golden Women Tell All. It was such a dream come true. I'm so glad they decided to bless us with it. Like, I, this franchise does so many wrong things, but when they do a right thing, I'm here to uplift <laughs> everyone possible. And to help uplift with me is uh, somebody I'm just so excited to finally have on the podcast, a dear friend, a warrior in this franchise commentator space please welcome to the podcast jess ambrose oh my god i'm so happy to be here <laughs> and all episodes too i'm like these women jenna do you have any more tears left in your body because i have no tears left to cry it was so, it was like fucked, you know? It was like fucked. I, at one point I was kind of like, mm, I guess there might not be that much drama, which there really wasn't per se. No. Uh, but so like, maybe will I be bored? No, I'm riveted. No. I, like I, listen, I was, I knew that it was just going to be all positive energy. I'm like, the women love each other. It's going to feel so good. I wasn't expecting to be sobbing mm -hmm. through half of it. And then also- sobbing and then absolutely abruptly interrupted by all right we'll be right back after these messages i'm like jesse i haven't recovered yet like oh my god he's he's so fucking wild for that one <laughs> i was like jesse i understand i'm like you're getting the countdown you got the time slots and everything oh, but i'm like god. for the love of god i gotta breathe for two seconds before we hit a commercial break and like talk about i don't know sony or whatever i don't know <laughs> I need a breath. <laughs> and then, like, hard cut to, like, the, like, uh, Hunger Games movie uh, promo, which I'm excited to see, but I'm just like, now is not the time. Same, but I'm like, yeah, I'm still <laughs> recouping over Ellen. I'm still processing Faith. Like, I need oh, a God. moment, a, a moment here. <laughs> oh, but I, yeah, it was just such a beautiful, like, oh, wait, wait, no, hold on. For Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Oh my god, thank you so I'm much. So for happy you're here. here. <laughs> I'm so honored. I'm so honored. Uh, so if you're kind of new to Date Card Pod, which I don't know how why you would even bother at this point, um, a couple of handfuls of years ago, Jess and Becca had me and Danica on Chatty Broads, and it was the greatest thing ever. It was so much fun, but it oh also god. like, I think it just like. It, it exploded it exploded Descartes bud to this like crazy level for like five seconds and then now i'm just like oh, i can just be friends with people that i enjoy you know what i hear you for that i hear you on that one i'm like now we can just like we chit chat in the dms we're just we're friends it's just all good it's not you know what it's not over the past two years, I've learned to really appreciate taking a breath in between yes. hearing news. Yes. I'm like, I feel like a lot of us, like when I say a lot of us, I'm like myself, like times 10. When certain things would break, I'm like, I got to rush to get it out there and talk about it. And now I feel like I have learned that I'm like, I can... I can take a deep breath mm -hmm. and I can wait to give my takes on the hot, hot tea for a week as it fizzles or sometimes with some of that hot hot tea i just keep my opinions to myself. 
yeah what a great idea what a great and then idea. i'm just friends with my <laughs> my con- content creator buddies oh my god no we've been we were there was like you and i really i think we're there for each other not to speak for you but like i feel like you oh, and i really were are there you kidding for each other me? during you some were... of the darkest times no you were such a source of like joy and peace for me and i will be forever grateful i'm like i would when there'd be a certain day that would hit i'd be like oh my god I know I got Jenna we can talk and process and it was it was a lot there for a while it was a lot there for a minute, it but it was also it was also good times fun times crazy times <laughs> it was the best uh, of times it was the worst of times absolutely. you know <laughs> but forever thankful of both you and Becca for that opportunity and oh my god we had so much fun you know, are you kidding me we talked so much shit it was such a great time what a fun foursome I loved it <laughs> I do think you guys had to cut out a couple of my comments but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> you know what but I heard him and I loved it. I know. Exactly. No. I remember we were all off there like, well, we probably should cut that part. Um, like maybe if we don't want to like, you know, set off that exact fire, but oh, whatever. Christ. We have it, we have each other. Christ, I'm a cracker man. Um, but yeah, I'm just so excited. And I'm really glad that you and Ever are still doing, you know, recaps and like still just now like really exploring the podcast space and having fun it's it sounds like a, you know you guys sound like you're having a good time and like it's it's great we are having so much fun together i love recording with him we just we kind of just watch the show together have a silly fun time and then just have a silly fun time on the podcast yeah, like yes. you know obviously have some serious conversations in between but i don't know i've just been having a blast and i know that a lot of like the current franchise a lot of people are like oh the season of bachelor in paradise is not popping it's not like what it used to be i've been really enjoying all the drama on it and i've been kind of giggling my way through a lot of the times which we need that because i'm one of those people who randomly who's like oh, I, hate it. I i listen i understand yeah. i do understand i think oops i think part of why i feel that way is because when i'm watching it now i have Evan in my back ear who is not like the reality tv aficionado like he doesn't know the history of the franchise as much so he's in my ear making these stupid comments that are like killing me and so I'm like okay I'm <laughs> looking at this not from so much of a like a historical way of how the show used to be I'm like oh he's really enjoying this it's because he doesn't you know he hasn't been part of the uh yeah. the franchise for a hot minute it's new eyes that's really good actually it's so true and I my watching party has dwindled down to just me essentially like sometimes I'm watching with my roommate and sometimes I go to see Connie and do it but like for the most part I'm watching by myself and that's horrible I don't recommend that for anyone no I especially Bachelor in Paradise (laughs) that is something that needs to be with multiple people yeah the days when I'll be watching it by myself all of a sudden I'm just shit oh my god so that's maybe partially my problem everyone um but anyway i have been loving the golden bachelor so much and i know you have too like obsessed it's it's so everything that we uh were hopeful for and then more like i think a lot of us were afraid of like what it would be and it's just being so good i was nervous yeah you know because you never know what's going to come out with a certain age demo. Yeah. And it has been so lovely and awakening. It's brought up a lot for me. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, as a child, like thinking about the perspective of my mom, like my mom's single and my mom's been single for gosh, like 12, 13 years now. And Mm. she's trying her hand in the dating pool. And all of a sudden hearing the conversations, like when Joan was talking about feeling invisible, I, you know, it brought up stuff thinking about my mom where I'm calling her going like, Hey, like checking in in this way. I know we're close and we talk all the time, but like maybe from a relationship, like, do you feel like yeah. you're not seen in a way that like brings up who you are in this way, not just a mom and a grandma, mm-hmm. but you know, your own person. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It, own, it like, hit desires me. And needs and wants. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Damn. For sure. So I'm like, I didn't think that I'd be walking away from something from this franchise. <laughs> processing right. all of that. And like, I, everyone listening knows I'm like super anti love and relationships. <laughs> go off yes it's funny that i watch this fucking show but i is it though because let's say how much success has really come from that's it. what i'm saying yeah like, <laughs> but it's like do i still cry when it like is the good couple that i really like yes. am excited about yes but i have i've gotten so emotional through this because and i think it's just yeah hitting onto something that you know yeah like i i am not these women necessarily but i do at times feel invisible and feel like i'm not you know like my time for love is over Mm. um because i already had my chances at it and they were really toxic and bad and now part of it's listener it's me avoiding any option for love because i'm traumatized but you know it's hard not to sometimes also think maybe it's just because like i'm hitting this age that it's not like i'll never you know be with somebody again but I don't know it just changes and it's hard not to feel any kind of weird pressures when like you're uh, you know approaching 40 and you don't have all of the things that people think are worth value I don't see them as valued to me like I don't need a house and a child right uh, personally but it's but when everyone around you is screaming yeah, yeah yeah So, um, I don't know. So yeah, it is nice to see these women talk about hope and changing and like being willing to like put themselves out there again and have it, um, inspire them. And they're like, all of them on the stage last night were just like, we are so grateful for the chance to like have a show opportunity like this to then allow me to see myself in a different light. Like, oh my God. I was even thinking too, from just the perspective of like, you know, fuck the love part Mm -hmm. of it. Right. Uh, romantically I'm like uh, the opportunity to be in your 60s and 70s and create a whole new life essentially like you have a whole group of friends all over the country now Mm -hmm. that you are partying with and it's like reinvigorating you never thought that like in your 60s or 70s that you're so first of all you didn't even you know process social media before but like that it'd be popping off you're on television shows. You're on Good Morning America. You're being invited to concerts and the, you know, the music awards. Like that is incredible to me. Like, you know, again, screw the, even the romantic love part of it. You're like, oh, it's awakening the fact that we can continue to have those opportunities and reinvent ourselves yeah. over and over again. Like mm-hmm. be damned what culture around us says. Like mm-hmm. I refuse to be invisible type energy. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, these women are all single. Yeah. They still have value. And that's all we need to just that's take, it. take that into our hearts. It's not, oh, it's so good. Um, it's so good. It's so good. And as you said, like the women were obviously not going to be super catty with each mm-hmm. other. Uh, 
because they all just really like seem to love each other and <laughs> so there was really no drama the only drama they really had to uh settle is what makes you fart more guacamole or meatballs that was the one thing where i'm like are we walking away with a little bit of a beef here you know is there a little beef, bit of an meatballs. edith <laughs> there you go like, a little bit of the edith susan beef where it's like do not come for my guacamole it's not my famous guac i mean the thing is in the end i think it was settled that uh susan admits that she ate it too much maybe yes, like she maybe like, days later yeah, days later she's like not the way i was eating it it's like girl like don't eat it like days later it's probably been left on the counter for a long time true it's been sitting for a while you know maybe meant to be eaten fresh and that's yeah. then what the concern is but i'm like you know god okay you have to tell me who are who were the standouts for you this season obviously everyone was amazing but i know it's really hard to like i've yeah i'm like well no i like this person i like this person um yeah i like live love love sandra uh huge sandra fan susan um let's see here natasha of course which uh, if listeners didn't or viewers didn't realize she's wearing little chair earrings (laughs) she's like hey brayden I'm gonna, I'm Come taking the crown. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, can step aside. Step aside, and let's have our rose ceremonies in chairs, please. Oh. Um, then I really loved. Uh, who else did I really love? Um, oh, I love Kathy. Sorry, uh, unapologetic Kathy Stan. <laughs> Kathy, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> also obsessed with the fact that her and a few of the other women were like, hey, you know what I became known for in the show? It's now my like tagline. And the fact that Kathy just kept doing the zip it over and over again. I'm like, where's the merch? Where's everything? Because she was giving it to the people. She gave us what we wanted. So true. She's like, this is my branding now. Okay. God. Kathy, you think a zip it. And she came looking stunning. Oh my God. Oh my God. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. My jaw was on the floor with all of these women and their looks. Yeah. Like yeah. the glam, the the uh outfits, everything. Okay, can we talk about how, okay? So Patty, Matt James's mom. She, <laughs> so, I am deceased. She she came out this week as a Trumper. Congrats to all of Oh, did she really? Yeah. She posted. Okay. Well, she posted an Instagram story like praising his lawyer and like oh uh, what with like a Jesus song on it. It was really so. Great. Not only not only did she come out as a tremper, it was like a deep cut about the. Yeah, I was like, what? I wouldn't even have known who this person was, but you wrote in your caption, "I love Trump's like, lawyer" or whatever. I was like, uh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, have you been to Mar-a-Lago, Patty? Because <laughs> I kind of feel like you have. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so yeah, congrats to all of us. This has been a big week for everyone. We had Maddie coming out as a Trumper. We had Patty. We had. Chris I saw Harrison. you post about Maddie. I was like, <laughs> finally, we have confirmation. Please. My God. My God. Uh, so, um, but what I will say is that so they gave Patty zeros fucking she didn't say a goddamn word not Jenny, not a word not a word not a word not a camera angle nothing <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you if i was patty 
I'd be like, what is, I, I mean, there's no way I would even go to the women tell all. I'd be oh like, I didn't have a security to stay longer. Like I showed up, you guys used me for like the idea of, oh, it's Matt James's mom. And then not, I mean, I wouldn't have even showed up. But I was obsessed, by the way, with the fact that the show was like, oh, he didn't have a connection with her. She got sent home night one. Yeah. Like, I was oh, like, boom, done. You guys, you guys like to think this show is scripted and <laughs> They're fake. like, watch this. <laughs> watch this, bitches. <laughs> We're going to get rid of the one woman you thought was going to go to hometowns. Sorry. Just the producer magic trip to like, just like. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it fucking worked because I it did. cannot tell you how many DMs I got from my favorite people being like, I can't believe Patty did. Like, it fully wake worked. up. It got me. I was in. I was yeah. like, I believe in love again. Like, everything I was fully locked in. By the way, when I was watching The Women Tell All, my daughter Ember was watching it with me. And she. <laughs> she you saw all the women on the screen she's watched some of the episodes of golden bachelor and like loved it and when she saw all the women she's like oh i love all of the women so much she's like the only one i just don't see it working and she's she's probably really nice and then she points to patty and she's like i just don't see it being a fit i don't know and i'm like where did that come from first of all but you know i'm like girl you're right i'm like she went <laughs> yeah, get her on the mic dude <laughs> <We> hear it. <laughs> cut to her after we had the chris jenner cameo which made me it made me cry for susan yeah you're like this is this is everything you wanted and more i'm like you've gotten what you wanted i'm like it was in your bio that you wanted to have lunch with her and now you've got a cameo publicly um but my daughter immediately goes I really want to make one of those for Susan. She's like, I want to send a video. She, Susan's her favorite. She's like, I want to send a video to Susan. I want Susan to see this just like she saw that woman because she doesn't know who Chris Jenner is. She's like, that woman. <laughs> I want to do it like that woman. And so she's like, let me Somewhere practice. Chris Jenner just shuddered. <laughs> Someone doesn't know who I am. <laughs> must be changed. Um, but then she tells me, she's like, um, don't film this yet because I need to practice. And she starts saying, doing this chant, like all the women on the show, I love you, you're amazing, but Susan, be my BFF, be my BFF. She's like, I have a dance for you. She starts dancing, like uncontrollably, falls, hurts herself, starts crying. I mean, the the arc that happened as I was trying to watch the show and I'm pausing it as she's attempting to film a cameo for Susan. <laughs> not yet though <laughs> not yet it was around one so, oh so susan if you're out there my daughter attempted but after um you know for a moment falling she uh she gave up on it and she said never mind but she okay. wanted to film one for you because you're her favorite oh, i'm obsessed i really hope it actually leads to like a real lunch for her i feel like it will right if the show is smart they will have like first of all, the show's smart. <laughs> they'll have Susan as <laughs> the, the show is smart. First, they'll have Susan as the next lead. Uh, but I'm also open to the other yes. people. I have, I have, I have faves for of that. Course. But they, if they were smart, they would have Susan as the lead, and then they would have Chris Jenner come on the show. It's all in the same fucking. It's Hulu. It's all owned by the same people. She's friends with Rob Mills. Like, can we make it happen? But also, even if it's a different person as a lead, you can have Chris and Susan come back on together to host a date or something. Wait, I'm obsessed with that. I mean, I would love for Susan to be our lead. Yeah. She was my, like, one of my personal faves on the yeah. season for sure. 
But the idea of someone else being the lead and Chris and Susan walking in hand in hand into the mansion and everyone doing a double take is pretty incredible. That would be pretty great. I'm like, I almost like, that would almost be better because <laughs> I just want Susan to can just thrive. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Oh my God. But also, like, can we speculate? Maybe her and Kathy or something? Because listen, did you feel it? <laughs> did I feel it? Did don't even get me started when they were doing the the never have I ever and Susan you know was yeah. like yes you know I've been with a woman I was like if I didn't love her more I was cheering and then her her and Kathy they just they have just quite a bond yeah that's obviously just really good friendship but but you know what <laughs> would we love it yes so okay let's talk about Kathy for a second so Kathy does yeah. talk about the drama of it all and um what was just like so fascinating about it, I love the show. Like, Jesse's like, well, you know, Teresa's not here to actually speak because she's in the fucking final three. And I love when there is drama with somebody in the house that involves somebody who can't be on stage. It's always like funny to me. It's rare, love. but it's yes. like, oh my god. Um, and you know, I just loved immediately that Kathy was so embarrassed. You know, you saw her little head down the corner, yeah. and she's just like, I, I clearly was like. I made an ass of myself and you know I think she just I think this is a great response she's like I do think that like it had gotten a little much but of course it would because we're all going crazy and fighting over the same man it's like yeah that was it Kathy knocked that out of the park like she's just so charming too and so lovable that you know even if there if there were people who were like you know upset about it the way that she wrapped it where it was just yeah like exactly like you said the full ownership of like oh yeah maybe i went a little hard in this way but also both of us maybe should have zipped it yeah. it was a moment where you were like yeah okay because let's let's be real <laughs> one of my favorite moments of the show ever was during the rose ceremony when then Teresa kept going and I was crying laughing and Kathy just was looking at her she's like god girl stop no don't even because <laughs> we were all at home genuinely like we had just seen the other part of it and then like she just and it was so casual Kathy like Teresa's just like I'm really glad we're both still here it's really great and I'm like okay so sweet. this is really okay this is a tender moment this is like when they're gonna like bring it back to as a friendship and then she just keeps going and I mean I was just like oh no 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 <laughs> It was literally a moment from a cartoon. Like it was cartoonish in the way that it's like, and it happened again. It's like, and like it you felt can't like produce that. That is how Teresa is. Yes, and that was what killed me. That it's just like after she said it, she's like, oh, and he came up to my room and comforted me too. I just wanted there to be like a da 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 da, -da like some sort of theme song after like, and Teresa's at it again. And she's just standing there smiling. It's like, oh my god. Oh, but no, I thought. I mean, Kathy just handled it phenomenally, and I feel like everyone loves her. I and I can't remember what it was specifically that she said, but as she was like leading up to that apology, that kind of like ownership, she said something like, "If I had." Uh, it, I really can't remember what it was, but like if I had toned it down or something, it would have been better. And then another one of them was like, but that wouldn't be you, Kathy. Like, and there were so many little random yep. moments where one of the women would be like saying something and then another one would like prop them up. I'm like, have we yes. ever experienced that ever? Because it's always like, I'm saying something to like kind of explain the situation. Another one's like, like you gave a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because we're typically always used to it being just the vying for the sand. So everyone's like, I'm going to have my moment yeah and so you know no I think there was that moment too where 
uh, Susan said about Kathy, she was like, and she's the most kind, wonderful woman you'll ever meet. Like as she's talking about the situation and it was just, it was so lovely. And yeah, that was the opportunity because Teresa wasn't there for Kathy to be like, I'm going to take this thing home and be like, let me tell you about what happened, you know? And she didn't. Yeah. I loved it. So good. Um, we did get lots of tears, uh, because, you know, like, oh my God, (laughs) Ellen, Ellen, that was a lot. That was, I mean, that first episode, even when they just showed the, um, the rewind of when she walked out of the limo and she's like, Roberta, we did it. I was like, here we go again. Like the tears are like just absolutely pouring out. Um, and then when we ended up hearing that she wasn't able to, oh my God. Oh my God. It was like worse than we ever even could have expected. Like, I know. Fuck. I know. Everyone's like, God, please. Maybe she saw an episode. No, she came home from filming, getting her heart broke from Gary and then has to go find her friend in a fucking coma. And then the fact then that she talked about too, how she was like, it was almost like Roberta was waiting oh, God. to be there for her for the first episode. And she was like, just, you can just go like, it's time to be peaceful. And it's like, that was, that was another thing too, where you're like, just a, it was just, you know, so much grief, but like such a moment of love and friendship where you're like, oh my God, these are people for what six, I think they said, oops, 60 years that they were like best friends she says don't worry we'll watch it together just different places you mean youtube and hulu (laughs) please say that's what it is (laughs) i ellen is just an incredible spirit yeah like when we've been talking about the show evan and i evan from the first episode he was like there's just something about her that you can tell that she's just been a giver her whole life Mm -hmm. and it was almost like roberta just towards the end was like no do this for you like Mm -hmm. even though it was you know she's like yeah we've always loved the show but it was like no no no, you do something for yourself like do this for you and that's gonna bring me joy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. now it's like through all the grief of the loss of her best friend, you know, she's gained a whole crew of other people that have now had this experience that is such a small percentage of people. And maybe she'll be the next Bachelorette. Listen, I think she probably will, because that was to be petty. That was the best edit I've seen in a long time. I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Perfect for she's like, and it just felt and and like, it just didn't seem put on because another thing that she was talking about is just like how much Gary allowed her to like see herself as a viable option and to and like, yeah, to put herself first after being selfless for so many years. Yeah. And uh i have chills oh my god and it's like (laughs) and then so you hear it she's just like now i'm ready now i'm excited because like at this experience and i was like ah and also like yes make her imagine i know i know and she would be so good and yeah i mean the show it definitely seemed like obviously her and gary had such a, a a deep connection like he said she was the one who he felt like the most himself with right out the gate um 
but the fact that like she had the moment where she got the special framed photo of them that she got the you know the pretty woman date Mm -hmm. um there was a lot of moments that were definitely like they're loving on her yeah yeah it's kind of like it's kind of it's almost like obvious at this point but i'm here for it because i really just like it just felt genuine still and yes i mean part of my my only like and it's really not even the word i would use but critique was that she just did like seem like she was uh no it wasn't even a critique i was excited for her to stay on longer because i was expecting her to actually bring drama because she was so invested in in Gary and yes, I don't feel like he yes. was invested in her although he liked her but like you know it was clear that he preferred that he was into the other women more and um but I was excited I felt like the drama was going to come for her because she was going to be so jealous uh and but so I'm excited like I think she'll be if they make her the lead I think she'll be great because I think she will I think she has it in her and because yes. she is a long studied player like i don't know like i don't know if she's read the book but it, because she's been watching it since the beginning she gets she knows it. she, she gets knows it. also what i what i like about the idea of her too is that she's in her 70s mm-hmm. so i would imagine we're gonna have men who are more in their 70s 80s versus men in their 60s because i know some of the options like if faith for instance would be the bachelorette which i would love to but faith yeah. is you know what 60 61 mm-hmm. so we might see men in their 50s 60s probably but if ellen i bet they're gonna go you know 70s 80s right which God. i'm here for now that we're on the subject of it real quick what are your thoughts on the actual likelihood of a batch senior bachelorette season in the sense that like uh, last week we were talking about how it will be really hard to find um eligible men who are worthy of being on her like because like gary is so good and it's like i i'm but i'm prejudiced against men in general so i'm like i just think like (laughs) there's so many horrible old men that i would never want to go near any of these women but like what are we supposed to do we need like 20 of them. I know that is actually something that I have that didn't dawn on me until all of a sudden I was like thinking about the new golden bachelor. I'm like, who after whomst after Gary will we have? This man who I have, by the way, created in my mind, and I had known nothing of this, but I have created in my mind that he is a very like woo mystic because i'm like he's got the lion tattoo as a leo so i believe he believes in astrology he gave susan the crystal could have been producers i choose to believe it was him because we've never seen a crystal gift before Shit. Some, of the way, some of the ways he goes about things the fact that he's like i'd hop on my motorcycle and then i would be like which way and i would just let the let fate decide i'm like this is a woo king and i'm gonna i believe it in my heart okay Damn, <laughs> yes absolutely i believe that he would say if you'd be like are you religious he'd be like i'm spiritual that's yeah. what i hope yeah. This is what I this is yeah. what I believe. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like, how many older men are like that? So I am concerned. I am also concerned because my God, he is just one of a kind. He really is. So I feel like they definitely would probably have more success if they just did another golden bachelor. I'm, saying. I'm at the point where I'm like, eh. and then who? Um, and I also don't know if I want to meet a bunch of these men. I would just want to meet more women. 
So I'm like, I want, I want one of these women to have her chance to date a bunch of eligible men. But I no, also I don't want that. I'm like, I just want to meet more of the ladies. <laughs> and so my friend Blue, who's been on the podcast before, they said, how about they just do another man and they bring all the women back and and maybe add in like a couple of new ones and, Wait, and they just and they keep doing it until all stop of it. them are <laughs> stop it wait that is so genius stop it wait that's such a good idea we would all be more likely to tune in i'm already so invested in these women so like next season maybe it's susan that finds the love of her life and then the season after that it's sandra's turn <laughs> wait now i have chills wait i'm obsessed with this and we just keep bringing on like great men and but they have like a year to find him and they, <laughs> they find one man to find one good old one good old man <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know what's actually so funny is i was i was out and about i was at a bar with a girlfriend and she started flirting with this one guy and he's older and uh they went out on a date or two and he had been reached out to to be on the golden bachelor but he was in his like he was 51 maybe mm-hmm. which then when I'm like oh maybe they considered and it just felt too like too young Mm -hmm. I mean if they want a real messy season I feel like we could do 40s 50s yeah and I would be not against it either tbh I mean like it would still be I mean it would be fascinating to see women in their 40s yes 50s uh, cause that is also another eight. I mean, yeah, like, l- listen, like that, it, they're going to have also similar traumas. They're going to also yeah. be pretty serious. And like, probably a lot of them also would have been in love at some point And now we'll know the true meaning, et cetera. And I feel like we'd get a lot of mess because I feel like at least for myself personally, I'm like the older I get, the more that I feel like I would go on a reality show and be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm going to let whoever have it because yeah. I just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it would probably be very, it'd be very cunty. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm here for it. Okay. Yeah. That might be, that might be the course, but. But yeah, this 50 something guy who had been a potential opportunity, we kind of got to know him and it was no good. And I was like, this concerns me because you were an option and uh, it was no good. So, yeah. You're just yes, going to have to find, <laughs> you should just find all widows because you that's, know, that's, I mean, honestly, because some of the men from the some of the women in this se- season are divorced, and it's like, well, I don't want that divorced man. Not that every time a divorce happens, it's the man's fault, but heard and heard, <laughs> heard and heard. I think we can all read between the lines of yeah. that, you know. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then Gary comes out, and God, he is just so he's handsome as hell. Um. He makes my heart feel all sorts. Of- it's <laughs> fucked, man. It's fucked. <laughs> Just like I've never felt like this before. Um, this is what it's like to enjoy this show. Um, yeah, then- be like attracted <laughs> to the male lead. Like, what is happening? Oh, it turns out this has never happened before. I'm not a lesbian. I just don't like chads. <laughs> I just like women and Garys. That's uh-huh. all. That's all yeah. I want. Um. So, yeah, and then he gets to, you know, say all these lovely things to the women. Yes. He 
I don't know. All of it's just, it's, it's very Gary. He's, he's giving off like all of this. But what I want to get to is that we eventually get the last five minutes of the last week's episode. America is <sighs> shaken and shocked to the floor. Like fully. Like I was like, oh, I know how this is going to go. <laughs> the fuck I do. The show really did it. Honestly, I will give them props for that. Yeah. Or Gary. Gary, yeah. someone really did it because I was like, we we all knew Teresa was going home and there was still that part of the back of my head where I'm like maybe the show is really they're they're fucking with us and Faith is gonna get sent home even with that in the back of my head I still couldn't even wrap my brain around it when it happened it was like truly like I didn't even think to question the edit which is like yeah. that's how much they've gotten my defense systems down you know like they like you, down. <laughs> you finally got my walls down after years and you got me to like question the edit it was so good but that and so how i knew all of a sudden that something was wrong was there he talks to jesse for a second and jesse's like do you know what you're gonna do and he's like yeah i know what i want to do i just don't want to do it i'm like amen brother and then uh they start just getting this voiceover from Faith and not Teresa. And I was like, wait a second. Wait what's a second. Happening? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> that's the only, that's when you know it's going to They're gone. Bad. Oh, no. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And also, too, I had someone slide into my DMs. And so this could be wrong. I'm not 100% sure. But someone said to me that the order of the dates that Teresa was last. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Okay. Which was then really shocking to me because I'm like, okay, the order of it being like him not telling Teresa he was falling in love with her if she's first makes sense. Because you're warming up. You're like, I don't know if I can feel that. Because even the conversation with Jen, Teresa's daughter, where he's like, I don't know if I can feel love again. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, oh. the order of the dates. I'm like, so he didn't seem like Teresa, like it was all sold on Teresa. And so then I'm like, is the show wanting Teresa to be the new lead? And are they making him keep Teresa around? But, 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 but it didn't, they don't need to. She's already, she'll, if he had sent her home last night, she still would have been devastated. Like, I know. I was thinking she's going to be the bachelor because, and she might still be because, yeah, like I'm fully invested in Teresa as, oh, as her love story. And I'm devastated by it because I do think that he had strong feelings for her, but I'm like, but, but that's just like the editing because I was like, there's no way he doesn't really love Faith and Leslie as well. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing. He seems and in, so in the moment. And in the ITMs, he said, he's like, I fall in love with Teresa, but I, he just yeah. hadn't said that to her in person. So, but that was my thing where that's why I was all of a sudden, I was like, wait, did they make him keep her for like Bachelorette edit? But I don't know because I think that she, she Teresa gives me like such your typical lead energy like she is like i a fairy princess energy yeah you know yeah. yeah but that moment that moment with faith with in front of the family like <sighs> i we've never seen it before i've never seen something like that before i was like is this what real love is <laughs> i felt it in every cell of my body where i'm like this is that it's that feeling where you're so caught up that you don't even care like who's sitting there and what how happened? what happened well and then also then how did it happen echoed a thousand times more when they see each other again for the first time oh that's okay that was the reason why i brought this up because oh my god if <laughs> i have never 
<laughs> never in the in in all of the years i started watching andrew on during andrew firestone season, damn okay? real through all the years i have never in my life seen the amount of love between two people like i did in that moment like when they embraced and then the crowd went silent and there were tears rolling down their cheeks like it was like they didn't know that anyone else was there mm -mm. Like, and they're just crying in each other's arms like you expect me to go and live my life after watching that and not just be obsessing oh over faith and gary together like it must have just been the lifestyle it must have been that yeah. she couldn't leave yeah the ranch and he's not gonna leave his kids in indiana or his yeah, home with with tony you know yeah i felt that and i felt like oh god that makes me okay fuck that makes me feel even worse for Teresa because it's, like like i don't know i don't think i don't know i don't know anymore um but if it's not Teresa, like I, I if i were her i'd be like oh i was only kept because i'm like more flexible you know because yeah i did think about sure that. sure like Faith definitely, I, that's one of the few things I remember from her hometown date was her just being like, I will not leave my sons. And you no. could see that she fucking meant it. And I believe that the sons are all important to the rest of them. Do not get me sure. wrong. And, I, but, and Leslie seems quite close to her family too, but like. Yes. But like, and but also it's not, and then on top of the sons, Faith is like, my horse is buried here. And I'm like, can't oh take my a god horse girl away from her fucking horse no, you can't take a horse girl away from her horse also i'm just like what nicholas sparks movie did i just walk out of where the woman is just like i ride my horse to the grocery store and then to the bar after and my past best friend horse is buried here and i can't leave this land i'm like oh my god <laughs> she's teaching him how to ride i i can't i can't, can't and he's it. like i can't leave my home that i built up with my my wife who's pat i mean it is it's... yeah but Limi was on last week a friend of the pod we had talked and they ruined my life and i'm excited to ruin your life oh god uh, how do you actually think he's gonna be able to bring a woman in that house he's gonna have to get a new house and i think Limi was saying that he's gonna break down in the finale because he's gonna really really come to the realization that he's about to propose to another woman and it's going to destroy him because he is just like i oh my god this is what i've wanted and i do want this and it's probably he's probably happy as hell but i can't imagine him actually coming to terms with the fact that he has to like really do this and bring a woman into his house that was tony's house he's gonna get a new house this is gonna be so intense. i felt like now tell me if you also felt this way I felt like during this episode, now granted he had to come face to face with one of his loves. Okay. So there's that, but like, he seemed tired and I blame the franchise. Yeah. He yeah. seemed like his heart was heavy. And then when we have the, um, oh, God. when we have the preview where he's then sitting in his Tommy Bahama shirt and like telling Jesse, like, this is, it's too much. Now I'm scared about the finale with the, the realization of like, yes, this is because this process is just so wild. Like there's so many amazing things about it for them. Again, like we were talking about, like just kind of the regeneration, right. you know, a new spice of life. But like it does also, I feel like we're going to, we're seeing 
I feel like probably what we're seeing is just active grief, like the non-linearness of what grief is, is that it's like, he's probably so happy, but like in front of the world now experiencing like the, all the emotions that come with losing someone and then getting back into the dating world or marriage or losing another person in the finale, because he obviously has strong feelings for whoever he doesn't choose. And that to somebody who's experienced that kind of loss is gonna just go through another i'm smiling i shouldn't be smiling (laughs) he's gonna go through this other level of grief and loss in losing the person that he doesn't choose and i just think you're right i think we're watching like he's going through it and he's loving it but he's also like having to come to terms with all of what what this actually means yes and the reason he's even on this show is because tony's not here anymore like it that's such a I can't imagine how that feels no that's it's it's that that feeling of like both yeah it's oh my god I I, and on top of it too like he is so cognizant of other people's hearts Mm -hmm. that like again I, I don't feel like we've seen a bachelor lead in I don't know how long or maybe ever be so connected because you know I know there were a lot of people who were like the critique was like oh my god the fact that you told two two women that you're falling in love with them for their families listen I get some that some people were like that was not a wise choice you're gonna hurt somebody's heart I I kind of I kind of loved it for Gary as much as I didn't want to see the women hurt because even in his ITMs where he was like I don't normally think about I'm always worried for the other person Mm -hmm. and I get that energy from him I felt like he had to make the choice that he knew he was going to hurt somebody but it was almost like for the first time ever he just let himself be kind of quote-unquote selfish and just say what his heart was feeling and so I kind of love that he was able to like shout it from the rooftops and I'm and it makes me so sad that people then the women were hurt you know were walking away feeling hurt but I also happy for him i know um, and that's what's fucked because like i'm now like fully invested in this show as a as a thing again because yeah. like it is fucked and like ultimately it's fucked because it's causing all of these people pain yeah. uh through as we say often on the pod it's like a forced polyamory competition yes. show for people yes. who don't practice polyamory yes. and then <laughs> and then they experience the beauty that can be that which is loving more than one person and then being destroyed by it um and punished by the by the show and the inherent process but it's like uh yeah but seeing how it really seemingly works and he's like gonna feel so much and yeah and and feeling selfishness for the moment and like because it wasn't malicious i don't know no no that's what i said i feel like he just is wired in this way where he always is worried about everybody else. And so there was this part of me as much as I don't want any of the women to hurt that I was feeling like he maybe experienced something that he hadn't before, which is like just thinking about how he was feeling at the moment. I don't know. But then at the same time, what we saw, which I just was so like, this is, and I was like on top of sobbing, then triple sobbing was then when he was talking sitting with faith and he was like you know what makes me feel the worst oh god i broke this promise to your family 
and it was and he goes it was so awful and he starts bawling and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna start crying again the fact that like there was this moment that was so genuine as the Mm -hmm. lead Mm -hmm. to not be pushed he wasn't pushed into like saying these certain things when they were having this back and forth there was such this genuine genuineness of him being honest with her and saying at the end of the day I had three amazing women and I just had to say goodbye and I'm so sorry and he didn't make excuses for it but then he did own up to a mistake he made that mm-hmm. hurt her and a promise he broke and I I just don't feel like we've seen that no he was like she, I don't think she saw that coming it's so, no. so genuine she was just like oh no no don't feel bad about that he's like no but I do because like it was so real and like he yeah he does like his full body cry too is like oh god Gary no no not the like the his cry I swear I'm I'm not a Christian you know was raised in a Christian home but I will tell you when he cries it's what I imagine Jesus crying crying. (laughs) absolutely like I'm like I'm sorry Lord I just and Gary we trust (laughs) Gary we trust honestly but then that must have meant so much for her and her family to hear because you and I were DMing a little bit and you brought up the fact that like the fact that her big thing was how her children and her family are gonna feel I died like how sweet and I'm certain that the young ones have those feelings too. I, and yeah. I'm certain because like, you know, a lot of times the mothers and like seem so protective and so attached to their kid and, you know, to see them hurt. Like I, I can't imagine. That, that's probably like a really fucked up part of the show that I yeah. don't really think about because my yeah. parents are dead and I'm never going to go on this show. But um, <laughs> like, yeah, like it must really suck to have your parent be like worried about you, but then to have it be the other way. And then you're the person who's like, I'm supposed to be keeping them from having sad feelings. Like yes. it's my role as, as as the parent and the grandma. And uh, God damn, that sent me for a fucking, I was like, I, I don't think I've ever seen something so genuine. No, I, it was something too. Then again, talking about earlier, where like you have this perspective all of a sudden where I talked about it with Evan when we were recording and I was just a mess <laughs> because in that moment when she was in her ITM in the car Mm -hmm. and she said, Oh my God, my kids, like this was that moment that maybe they weren't going to have to worry about me. (laughs) And that hit me like a ton of bricks because all of a sudden I was thinking about my mom and I'm like, does my mom think about the fact that I'm worried about her because she's alone? (sighs) And I am. Mm-hmm. And it is something that you like, you know, as a kid, then you think about. And I'm like, oh my God, how often is my mom thinking like when her boyfriend and her didn't work out that it's like on top of the heartbreak that she's experiencing, it's like, oh my God, this was something that maybe Jess wasn't having to think about anymore. And it's like, I guess like, the I'm lesson like, I have to take away oh. is that like, we should really try to remember that the people who really love us don't care about those kinds of things. Because I think young people have that that fear too, right? When they like, get ready to divorce somebody or something like that. What sure. is my mom and dad going to feel? Like yeah. they're going to... Uh, so they stay in it because there's like this pressure. But if like it's a really truly supportive, loving family situation, which obviously not everyone has. So it's like 
you just that's it but but if it is they'll hopefully understand yeah a thousand yeah. percent it's such an important thing to remember and then yeah. to remember then too where it's like oh man when someone i know is going through heartache who loves me to like remember that they might be thinking about me through it too oh yeah so to make sure that that person knows like this is not about me. Like, this is about you and I want whatever is best for you. And even though in this situation, it, this isn't what you wanted, like I'm here for you and to make sure that person doesn't feel them the burden of me as well, you know, yeah. while they experience what they're experiencing. Oh, <sighs> and then Jesse was like, Oh, thank you guys. You seem to really like each other. Now cut to commercial. Like that was one of the real brutal moments that you were saying earlier. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. They were in each other's arms sobbing. And he's like, wow, great for you two. And we'll be right back. Hunger Games. My God. Like, make it, like that was too much. I'm like, Jesse, love you. I really do. I I, I love me some Jesse. Don't I get do. me wrong. But face. like he's he's amazing i love him i love that he has his baking show like i'm you know we love it all he's about to be dad he's already been daddy so now yeah. it's like it's <laughs> he's great. daddy turned dad we love it <laughs> but the the i'm like a little bit of the cut to commercial with a little bit of emotion mm. not just that would have been a little less jarring I but was of course little... <laughs> he gave us his one tear earlier but that was so sweet that was oh my sweet God. that got me that got me I just have to convince myself that the reason he just, you know, he cut quick to the commercial is because all he's thinking about is Bigfoot 24-7. Just his ultimate hunt for Bigfoot. And he's like, he can only be so present <laughs> when he's thinking about Bigfoot the whole time. <laughs> he's just like smiling and that's like Bigfoot's in his head. <laughs> Back in his head, he's like, oh God, I just see the clip circulating. What was it? Colorado with potentially a Bigfoot sighting. Like, I gotta get my ass there, there once the season wraps. <laughs> oh my god um uh yeah it's just been, it was so great and um you know we get this extended preview of of what will become yeah the next worst weeks of my life i can't even yeah so sad already uh we get i'm fantasy actually really speech. grateful that they're taking the week off for our hearts <laughs> yeah please after it's too much and then we get a week off and then come back for a two-hour finale and yeah i you know it's all over the board as far as like what's gonna happen i i i don't know anymore i can't trust i can't trust anything i know same because i would say my initial instinct is that leslie is the one but who knows because i was convinced that it was going to be leslie and faith then and i was even i was thrown off the week before when he didn't choose Ellen and he right. chose Faith instead. So I don't, I mean, who knows? Who's to fucking say? And Maybe then he's going to bring someone back, you know? Right. And listen, actually, I remember now uh, there was a point where I think on one of my podcasts, either my guest or myself was like pointing out how he even was like, oh, with Faith, it was all physical. And now I'm really seeing there's more between our relationship. And maybe he just ultimately was like this, there isn't, you know, like, I can't yeah. keep my eyes off you. Obviously, they wanted he wanted to bone, but but of course, I mean, what did you Yeah. I mean, we do get that little that moment in the preview too, where Leslie's like, when was the last time that you had sex? I'm here for all of this so much. 
Sex week. <laughs> Sex week. <laughs> Zach's crying somewhere or what? <laughs> Uh, what a fever dream that season was literally like it could have been a zoom call and it was and it part of it was and part of it was um it's like lord have mercy no i i'm so excited and like i uh, i i don't know what to expect like i feel like i you know maybe in some ways i will it won't be as like salacious as like it could be, which would be good. Like, let's be respectful, but also like, I wanted to be salacious. And if I, I get like some fucking weird porno music, like they do on the main season, I will be happy. Oh, I would love for it. I would love for it. I mean, I, I, clearly the conversations are happening, at least with Leslie, which by the way, I just wanted to say this again. I know that it was said at the top, but I just need to say it again. Prince wrote the song about her. Who is this icon that we are dealing with? Like, can you believe? I mean, I think about that. I guess I know everyone says it, but that's my Roman Empire. It's like, <laughs> once a day, I'm like, oh my God, Prince wrote that song about Leslie. Like, I need, I need so much more information is all I'm saying. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and also like, you know, Gary, that, that must be intimidating. Like, we're talking Prince here. <laughs> like, Oh God, now I'm thinking about Gary fucking... I bet he, he's just I'm sorry I don't want to get too TMI no, into Gary if it's his personal life but I he just seems like he would just be the most generous thoughtful lover yeah lights you on know? candles lit yeah just eye contact just absolutely absolutely just we'll see <laughs> guys i'm really picturing it right now i can't like i feel like it's like an intrusive thought right now like i hadn't really thought of it until now and i can't <laughs> i can't get it out of my head and i'm going like really too far in my head i really need to stop <laughs> by the way that moment when jesse palmer was like gary what was it like making out with all those women knowing that your grandkids are watching and he's like granddaughters be damned i was having the time of my life and i'm like shout it from the roof rooftops king like let yeah. him live his life stop bringing up the fact that the grandkids are at home watching this is a a very very much grown-ass man yeah and then he's like when they were looking so glamorous i just couldn't know <laughs> Listen, if Yosef's daughter can watch at this point, which I think she's legally allowed to. <laughs> she's allowed to. <laughs> the grandchildren can do it. <laughs> Listen, if you don't want to see granddaddy in this situation, then, you know, parents can siphon through the highlights that they want to show, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, like, Ember's coming up and asking shit. I know, Ember. Ember would be like, oh, are you kidding me? I'll never forgive my mom for not going on the season. I was really trying to convince her to put in her application and uh she she shut me down and now she I, i'll never forget did day... feel foolish have she has she seen gary oh did she feel foolish i got a call the day they announced gary and she goes oh wow um <laughs> Fuck. That, that man he's a uh, he's very handsome and i said mom what did I tell you? And then after getting to know Gary, does she feel foolish? I'm like, that could have been my new dad. And you <laughs> ruined it for me. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, How dare you? That could have been my new dad. <laughs> could you imagine? So good. I'm like, sorry to my current father. <laughs> it's just a divorce. 
<laughs> he's dead to me. <laughs> but if oh. Gary came in and I had to choose, it'd be Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and your dad's like, nah, yeah, I get it. Like my dad would understand, honestly. <laughs> like, listen, I'd understand. He would understand. Oh, obsessed. <sighs> <laughs> Well, okay, here's the thing. I did not budget my time well, and, like, I do have to go soon-ish, and we didn't talk about Paradise at all. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know. But I think maybe I'll ask you uh, what you loved and what you didn't love, like, a moment you loved, a moment you didn't love, and then I'm going to be like, listen, listeners, go listen to your mom and dad and get Jess's loving pro paradise commentary <laughs> this week <laughs> bless you i'm like thanks from the people over um yeah i no, mean everyone's I, already I, listening here is listening to yours too everyone's been very excited about you coming on but <clears throat> i my apologies that i won't be shitting no. on the show again for this hour no no <laughs> yes no no understood honestly not too much really happened i know that's the real. thing is like, listen I, I i watched it i actually considered not watching and then like watching this morning before recording with you uh but i did i watched the whole thing but i did i did i retain most of it no yeah. um I it was a tough frustrated. one to retain yeah it's just like none of it's making much sense it's just like sure okay great i'm excited for eliza and aaron i guess i'm excited that jess and blake have like kind of worked it out but i'm like did she but now listen because i wasn't paying that much attention i don't know if jess told blake about the other dude that's what i was that's what I did she say no we didn't see it we didn't see yeah. Yeah. and jess is chatting with mercedes and I, I was like is and i said last week on our show i go i think they're gonna be sneaky and not say a word and i bet for the first time ever mercedes and blake are seeing this mm. And Evan's like, there's no way it's impossible. And so then I felt my revenge. This that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty dramatic. And, and it's I, it's dramatic. Wowie. <laughs> Cause big time. I'm like, Ooh. oh my drama, a sneaky kiss. Um, but yeah, like, sure. I guess I'm happy for that. Um, I don't really know. Like, it's just, it is weird. And then like this girl, Becca leaves and I'm like, did she, if she, could she not poop either? Like what happened? <laughs> I feel like there is a conspiracy there. That was too strange. Jay Anon, Jess Anon, Jenna Anon. No, uh, no, that that was a Jay Anon moment. I was like, something, when she's hovering in the corner, like, it was very, it felt like a, kind of like a thriller, kind of like a horror movie energy where like Jesse Palmer came up and he's like, are you coming or no? And she's like, um, I don't know about my and Brain's relationship and she just leaves. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the production wanted to keep Olivia, yeah, keep Cat, yeah. keep Rachel. Yeah. There was something going on. Yeah. I don't know. And I get it, but at this point, can we not? I'm like just bring in the extra producer, Rose, you know? Please. Exactly. We know you have it. It's fine. You know it's there. You know you do it all the time. Anytime you fucking serves you, you pull out shit out of your ass every time. Oh, guess what? There's another truth box. Like I don't <laughs> Christ. <laughs> with an extra rose and it's like the truth box would like to give this rose out to such and such surprise can i talk to the rose box the rose truth box for a second can i have a moment because i feel like wells is just like like oh my god look at what i found in here an extra rose wow 
Christ. They're like, somebody's walking in the sand and they step on a thorn. They're like, oh, an extra rose. (laughs) Christ. I'm not a fucking idiot. (laughs) I'm not. Sand's like, oh, just gonna get hit by a thorn. Like, oh my God, what is this? And now that you're, now you have a blood debt to me at abc.com. Like, come on. Like, it's just insane. Yeah. That's why Jesse was like, just, he's loving this. I think he just is like Harrison. He's like, mm, give me this pain. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure once you get started, you know. Yeah, you can. Yeah, the demons get inside you. But mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, what did you like? What did you not like? Okay. What I, okay, can I say two things I liked? Yes. Okay. One thing that I loved, charity. Yes. I loved seeing our queen again, and I absolutely loved the moments of clarification after the cat bomb that was dropped, where essentially Charity came down and had such a lovely conversation with Eliza, and then had a lovely conversation with Aaron, and was like, here's the bottom line, this is what I heard, and I think we could read between the lines of, like, this person was sending all of this to my family, to my friends, you know, blowing up my DMs, and probably I just shared with my friends who were going on the show this is what I knew of him when we had our time together, but just like any friend would tell another friend, just FYI, it might get messy. Cause I did hear this, but I don't know. Yeah. And like, I loved, I yeah. thought that that was a great moment where then she was able to be like, Hey, Eliza, you're probably going to have to communicate through this. I don't know what's going on. And then with Aaron, just like, Hey, Aaron, you know, remember why you're here. And if you're going to commit to, to mm-hmm. Eliza, be transparent and just, mm-hmm. just communicate with her. And I thought that was such a sweet moment that they had together between the two of them. I loved that. I love that it didn't become some big drama and that it was like this really beautiful, healthy moment. And of course, I was not surprised because Charity forever and always. Yeah, she's the voice of reason completely. And she tweeted something like that last week. Like, y'all get off my back. You think (laughs) I'm not handling this the way it's supposed to be handled? I do not control Kat and her, what she does. I loved that, like, hey my when if my friend does something it's not i I am not this person's keeper yeah like it just is what it is yeah um love that and i also i loved because i just always love i loved olivia olivia (laughs) is probably my favorite person who has ever been on the sand yeah she is i'm obsessed with everything about her she is the most entertaining charming like i beautiful like i can't i can't get enough and I ge- I genuinely loved the way that she went about everything this mm-hmm. episode. We, yeah. we got the drama. We got the drama in the ITMs. I liked the fact that when she approached Kat, that it was just like, hey, you can do what you want. You're a grown adult and so is John Henry. But at the end of the day, I didn't think it was respectful. And I thought the way that she handled it was honestly great. And then after she put up her boundary and shut Kat down, who then was trying to poke holes without then offering any, you know, explanation of what she mm-hmm. meant, that she walked away, she had her boundary moment. And then when she was talking to everybody, that Olivia was just like, I put up my boundary. It is what it is. I'm concerned for John Henry. I'm done. Yeah. And it there was wasn't. Really, yeah. She didn't get into it. Like when she, she, and she even tried to ask a clarifying question. Can you please provide a receipt at that time? Can you please? Yes. And without getting like, you know, she had every right to be upset. Cause of course. Yeah. Kat is being incredibly insane and bad and uh if we're being generous she's just a fucking 
an unpleasant person to be around and for not being generous microaggressions because she like was fully being like olivia was in my fucking face and putting her hand in my face and being aggressive and she's yep. she's possessive and weird and a bitch and it's like where actually it, it yeah it, excuse me like this person who is i, I can't even like like yeah. the way in which olivia approached cat it was just so gracious mm -hmm. i can't even and the fact that like it was even days into it it was like just letting cat be cat yeah and having trust I, for john one. henry like john henry will do what he needs to do i'll do what i need to do it's fine and then the, at the end of the day the focus on the fact that like it was about john henry the sadness was not getting the rose from john henry yeah. it wasn't about staying on the beach i felt like it was it was all very clear it all yeah. was very clear and then i was yeah. happy that brayden gave her the rose yeah, that we do need um, that. <laughs> Thank you, Brayden. <laughs> but my what I what I didn't like, sorry, it's just like it every single week. It's cat. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly. It's yeah, I'm over but, it. <laughs> but with that being said, I I have to like Olivia posted it was cracked me up. She did the, like the hard post and she was like, Hey, Kat Izzo is your back tired too. Because acknowledging that they are both carrying the season. That. Yes. I which love I that. loved. It yes. cracked me up. And it was Absolutely. like, it's true. These two true. are carrying this season like with, you know, Olivia being an absolute queen in the ITMs and Kat just being the most dramatic um in the itms uh and i think <laughs> i think two things could be true at once with cat like i think she is a little bit insufferable and i do think she's probably immature yeah. and has gone is like struck like just floundering to like figure out what to do in life and like and so in that regard i have empathy for her because the yes. system is not given the system does not benefit w women even of her her privilege and because she's still gonna just be treated like shit by men and then that's gonna yes. cause a cycle where she has to be a pick me and all these different things uh but i also think she's acting a lot and i do think she's like doing it for screen time and it and i kind of had a thought of last night i'm like for at, at what cost like i understand yes. being on screen the longest possible in paradise equals money but but also not necessarily if like if the only screen time you're getting is you being the most unhinged person we've seen in a long time and you're not actually getting any love you're not having a love story love stories is what brings money too like and i understand you're trying to stay on the beach so that you can get that extended time and get a love but not yes. really you're not like it's not gonna happen cat stop i know it's it's real rough and i have to say like obviously the show is so produced so like who knows you know yeah. what's being taken out of context and all that and i always want to give credit to that yeah um and also then like you said too at the end of the day there were so many moments like there was even like the moment where tanner was just like i'm not looking for that in a wife and in the way he handled it where i was like i mean honestly like he didn't get any shit for that and he no, should have he should have yeah and then she was just getting all the shit you know so it's like i agree with you like i have the empathy for her and and all of that but what i didn't like was cat because i feel like every episode my what i didn't like involves cat but i also appreciate yeah. the drama that is giving um when she came and sat back down after the confrontation and she said olivia kept talking and then when i attempted to talk she put her hand in my face and I was like, unless this is an edit, what we have, what we saw is that she absolutely let you speak and you all went back and forth. And yeah. so now you're, 
relaying a message that is a lie yeah about the fact that she would not let you speak mm-hmm. and i did not like that at all one bit it was being aggressive <laughs> to you and like yeah so it's that i did dangerous like. yeah so yes. like do not do that and uh yeah agreed so it's like she's crossed the line and i'm just like Ugh, sick of it it's like I was fine with it because I was like, okay, she's bringing something, but like, now I'm like, uh. no, now there's, there's, now it's done. We're done. And, but I'm hoping for Olivia's sake that, you know, maybe there's a, a Michael connection. Oh yeah. That'd be kind of cute. He's, he's cute. I forgot. I know, he's down. cute. Well, they just keep bringing people down. We have two weeks left. No, <laughs> we have, we have three weeks left technically. Um, uh, for those of you not in the know, the finale for paradise uh, happens a whole week after the finale for golden. So we'll get three hours of content that I didn't ask for. <laughs> I can't lie to you though. I am very excited for my girl katie thurston oh yeah yeah that's just she was in the preview i am very excited for this that's for sure um especially via social media recently when we've been getting the photos of her and blake um that's so good katie you fucking psychopath i love you just uh, the best and tell her, uh, tell very... her my best because we haven't talked in a minute because you know, she's been very busy but you tell her i said i will tell her she's um said, i i have to tell you uh you know obviously she has f boy mm-hmm. and also this and she was so i don't know how she did it she was so generous with me to she's like given me like little hints at things but won't tell me anything for the sake of what I do for work. And I told her, I was like, if I were you, I'd be like, fuck what you do. I'm dumping everything as soon as, so I've been very, (laughs) very grateful for her. So that I'm actually like waited with bated breath about like what exactly is going to happen because I know like tiny pieces, but I don't really know much. And so I'm on edge. She's a she's a true real one for that for sure. No, she really is. She <laughs> takes this all very seriously, and I'm grateful for that. So I'm I'm like actually like on the edge of my seat, like waiting every week. I was waiting for her to come down. So when we got that preview. I was like, yes, yes, finally, finally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I do have a reason to live. Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that reminder. I needed it after this cry sesh. Um, for real. Oh. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, thank you. It's just always the best to catch up and chat and the fact that we got to do it on mic this time. I know, exactly. Makes me so happy. It makes me real. I feel my cup it feels full now cuz I, I love you and I I, I, you. I everybody just make sure you I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm like, make sure you tell the people in your life you love them and bond no, with them real. and be good friends and uh, and Listen to Jess and Evan. <laughs> oh, I mean, honestly, though, big hugs for everybody that you love in your life. I feel like if anything, the season of the Golden Bachelor just kept reminding us that, you know, as they said, not the next day is not promised. And but when you are here, like you, it's never too late. I mean, honestly, 
so true. I think that's what's really gotten me in my feels about it <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I'm like, it's, 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 you know, it's helping with my anxiety when I watch it to a certain extent. So yeah, God bless. Yeah. yeah. Actually, thank you for once. <laughs> thank you, everybody. I uh, love it. Um, well, come back again another time. We have Joey season coming up next season. Yes! So I'll, I'll oh my you. God. <laughs> oh, we have to get you on, on ours if yes. you're down for Joey season. Yes. I'm like, I feel like this is going to be. I I have a theory that I I really I really enjoyed Joey and yeah, my number I had no one thing with them, yeah. I was like please for the love of God like let us find out like let's hang out more with like your gay father like mm-hmm. let's get the representation up in here like let's have a conversation um I think though that Joey might give us some pilot Pete energy right mm-hmm. everyone's just like and he's so wonderful he seems so wonderful I think it's gonna be a little hectic. No, I think I it's like gonna it. be messy. Pete season was great. I mean, it caused it was COVID, but it was also great. <laughs> <laughs> it was the reason. It that was the valley was the reason for it. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I, I'm pretty sure Maddie brought COVID over on her eyelashes from Australia, um, and. <laughs> Yeah, but I forgive him because it was entertaining. It was such a good season and the mess was so good. Yeah. I I I feel in my spirit that Joey has a little bit of that pilot Pete energy. Like he's this really nice, sweet guy yeah. that might just end up like really fumbling a lot in yeah. like an unintentional way that might cause a lot of mess. Like yeah. pilot a, Pete. A lot of a lot of hurt feelings in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here for it. Here for it. Absolutely. Here for it. Okay. Uh well, thank you again, everybody, for listening in on this uh, episode and being the best. Uh, I am having a good time. It's a good time. It, it's, sh- sh- shit's been a little crazy in the nation, but uh, and and you know, I uh, kind of feeling like I can't. I, there's so much I want to talk about, but I'm like, none of it is safe to talk about right now. <laughs> Appreciate you being in the DMs and let's talking about it. So slide in, let's chat, and until then. Stay golden. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast on all of the social media platforms. On Instagram and TikTok, it is at Date Card Pod. On Twitter, it's at Date Card Podcast. And you can email me at DateCardThePodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted and produced by myself, Jenna Vesper. And you can find me on at Jenna with a smile on Instagram and check out all my other fun projects I have. Thank you so much to Michaela Jane for our amazing artwork and find her at MichaelaJane.com. And a huge thank you to Jed Overly for our theme music. You can find him on Instagram at JeddyBoyJames. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you share it with a friend, share it with your boss, share it with your mom, maybe an enemy. I don't really care as long as you share it. Okay. And maybe leave a review. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.